the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, you may recall when we looked at the doctrine of the Trinity, we could summarize the teaching of Scripture in three statements. God is three persons. Each person is fully God. There is one God. Welcome once again to a broadcast we call Study Verse by Verse, taking a look at the Word of God just one verse at a time with Pastor Leighton Sheely. And I'm Mike Trout. We're returning to a sermon series entitled Doctrines, taking a look at those foundational understandings that we have about God's teaching. And since it's been a number of weeks since we were in this series, uh, Pastor Layton is going to roll back just a little bit, so to speak, and give us his uh, thoughts on this topic, eventually getting into the book of Numbers. Here's Pastor Layton. Doctrine is the Christian truth that has been passed from generation to generation as the faith that was delivered to the saints since the time of the, of the apostles. And the word doctrine means teaching. It's the body of teaching that has been given from generation to generation. Doctrine and systematic theology are related because systematic theology involves the collection and analysis of relevant passages in the Bible on various topics and a summary of their teaching so we know what to believe about each topic. And one of the reasons for the rise of religious fads in America is the fact that many Americans do not know what the Bible says. They don't know Christian doctrine. They can't distinguish between core doctrines and secondary doctrines. They can't distinguish even between core doctrines and fads. There are doctrines that have defined Christianity for 2,000 years, since the time of the Apostles. They are the cardinal or core or essential doctrines that were given to us through the apostles. There are also some secondary doctrines as well that vary between church traditions, denominations, and individuals. This is true today. It's also been true throughout the history of the church. Some of the most brilliant Christian leaders and greatest Christian minds have differed in their understanding on some of these secondary doctrines. Now, in the weeks to come, we want to look at some of those secondary doctrines because we want to know where we as a church family stand and why. And part of the reason for this is to protect our church family from those who would like to use the differences of secondary doctrines as a means of sowing dissension and division among us or between us. Our desired outcome is well said by Rupertus Melendius many years ago in Essentials, unity, in non-essentials, liberty, and in all things, charity. In, in, in core essential doctrines, we're all of the same accord. We're of one accord. We speak the same message. We proclaim the same message. We believe the same message. In secondary doctrines, we may disagree, but if we disagree, we agree to disagree agreeably. We're going to engage in conversation. We're going to be challenged in what we believe. And that's going to lead us back to God's Word so that we can find out if what we believe is really supported with God's Word. And then in all things charity, 
God's love. We're not going to allow differences in these secondary doctrines to cause division and dissension among us. We want to know what we believe. And we want to know why we believe what we believe. So then the next question, logical question, is what are the core essential doctrines of the Christian faith? And we observe that, that there are a number of textbooks on it and that the, the doctrines are organized according to the author's predisposition, according to their cultural background, uh, their language, their vocabulary, and so forth. In other words, approaches differ. And so what we decided to do was to go back to the creeds of the early church because some of the most brilliant Bible scholars in history gathered together for those early church councils to encapsulate in words as best they could what the Bible teaches about various topics. And these uh, statements of faith were called creeds. Creeds are short summaries of what the Bible teaches. And one of the earliest creeds, a creed that predates the Reformation, predates the East-West Schism and so forth, is the Apostles' Creed. And it reads, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell or to the dead. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, from whence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic, meaning universal church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the flesh, and life everlasting. Amen. The Apostles' Creed. It contains 14 doctrines that are essential to Christianity. They are God's unity, God's triunity or trinity, human depravity or corruption, Christ's virgin birth, sinlessness, deity, and humanity, the necessity of God's grace, and the necessity of faith, Christ's atoning death, bodily resurrection, bodily ascension, intercession, and second coming. Now, we've gone through a number of these doctrines in weeks previous in this sermon series. If you'd like to catch up, they're available on our website at highlands.us. And when we were together last, which was a number of weeks ago, we covered the topics of human depravity or corruption and the necessity of God's grace and the necessity of faith. By grace, you have been saved. How do you get to the grace? Through faith. The necessity of God's grace, the necessity of faith, and human depravity or corruption as these all revolve around the topic of salvation. We now turn our attention to the doctrines of the Holy Spirit and the church. These two doctrines revolve around the continuation of Jesus' ministry as he commanded and commissioned to be performed by the church. Now, you may recall when we looked at the doctrine of the Trinity, we could summarize the teaching of Scripture in three statements. God is three persons. Each person is fully God. There is one God. God is three persons, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Each person is fully God. There is one God. 
Theologians describe God as one in essence and three in person. Now, today our focus is on God, the Holy Spirit. And sometimes when I mention that, the first thing you might be drawn to is speaking in tongues or the gifts and things. And we want to get to those in the weeks to come. But this Sunday, we want to begin our focus on the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. There are many misconceptions about the Holy Spirit. One is that he is an impersonal force like you see in Star Wars. Uh, Jesus and the apostles always refer to the Holy Spirit as he, never it. And furthermore, the scriptures uh, uh, describe him with uh, personhood in, 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 in attributes such as his will and his knowledge and his affections and so forth. He is a person. Another point of confusion about the Holy Spirit is the difference between his activity in the Old Testament era and his work in the New Testament era. Now, the activity of the Holy Spirit goes, goes back. It goes way, way back. It goes back to the very beginning. When we begin reading the scriptures in Genesis chapter 1, we find these words, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. So the unformed world is described as dark, empty, and formless. Keep reading. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the earth. Now some translations use the word uh, brooding. And uh, the, it's as though a hen broods over her eggs, in order to protect them, in order that life might be brought forth. God is not the God of confusion. He's the God of order. He brings order out of disorder. He brings light out of darkness. He brings life out of death. He brings something out of nothing. And the Holy Spirit has a number of names. One of those names is dunamis from which we get the word dynamite. He is the power of God. And he's been actively involved in creation in mankind since the very beginning. Now, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit uh, frequently empowers selected people for very special service, such as in Numbers chapter 27, where Joshua was endowed with skills for his leadership. And then a, a number of the judges... Uh, are described as the Spirit of the Lord came upon them, such as Othniel in Judge chapter 3, and Gideon in chapter 6, and Jephthah in chapter 11, and Samson in chapter 13. And in 1 Samuel, we find that the Holy Spirit came upon Saul. And then David, when he was anointed as king, the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. 1 Samuel chapter 16. Now, we also learn from the Old Testament, from the examples of Samson and Saul, they were endowed by the Holy Spirit and empowered to do some what we might consider to be superhuman feats. But the scriptures tell us the Holy Spirit departed from them because of their continuing disobedience. And from this, we learn that our decision of obedience or disobedience influences the measure with which we experience the power and the presence of God's Holy Spirit in our life. Now, after Jesus' resurrection and ascension, instead of empowering just a few selected 
leaders. The prophet Joel foretold that the Holy Spirit would be poured out upon all flesh, young and old, male and female, leaders and servants. And that's what took place on the day of Pentecost as described in Acts chapter 2. And we'll leave it there, picking up tomorrow at this same spot on another edition of Study Verse by Verse, a ministry outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno with the teaching of Pastor Leighton Sheely. I'm Mike Trout. Uh, Some of you have said that you're having a, a bit of difficulty getting on the church's website. Well, the address I've been sharing here on this broadcast has changed. It's now simply Highlands. That's highlands.us. When you get to the uh, landing page for that uh, URL, you'll see an opportunity to go either to Highlands Christian Schools or to the church. Now, if you want to listen to any of the uh, sermons in this series or the entire series, perhaps, or download them for free, then select the sermons option on the next page. I'm sorry if I'm getting (laughs) too detailed here. I just want to make sure you have all the specifics. Again, it's highlands.us. Join us tomorrow if you can at this same time when once again we'll open the Word of God and study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.